The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. There you go. Whoa, bang. We're just rolling them out here. Keep your nominations going through for Christmas uh, songs that you listen to on Chrissy Day. Rob from Doreen, his top five, if you are interested. Uh, he always listens to, he says. Number five, Last Christmas from Wham. Number four, Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. That's you too. Number three, Do They Know It's Christmas Band-Aid. Number two, How to Make Gravy, Paul Kelly. And number one, Fairy Tale of New York by The Pogues, which has received a stack of nominations uh, over the last couple of hours. The message to sailors in this year's Sydney to Hobart, by the way, uh, it's a clear one. Now get to the finish line while the going is good. I'm not sure what the latest weather forecast is, but I reckon this man has a fair idea. He did 30 Sydney to Hobarts. He's now behind the microphone for Channel 7. His name's Peter Shipway. Good to talk to you again there, Pete. Yeah, good, uh, uh, good morning to you, Sam. How's things? Uh, very well, thank you, mate. I appreciate you jumping on the line and a Merry Christmas to you. What, what, what is the latest forecast looking like for, for Monday's race? Well, it looks great for the start. It's going to be a lovely summer's nor'easter on Sydney Harbour, so the boats will tack down the harbour, get outside the heads, and then they'll point their bows south to Hobart with spinnakers. So a very fast trip uh, down the coast of New South Wales. And it'll get quite fresh across Bass Strait and down the east coast of Tasmania from the north or northeast. So it'll be a benefit for the big boats and the middle-sized boats, but they'll probably get in. They'll be close to record pace. Probably not quite at this stage will they break the record, the weather models are saying. But then the little boats and the smaller boats will probably get a bit of a dusting on towards the end of the 28th when a southwesterly change could come across the fleet mm. once the big boats and middle-sized boats are in. So all stacking up for a quick race for the first half of the fleet, the top half and the big-sized boats. But the second half of the fleet, it could be a long passage. But the big boats should be there within one day, 12 hours, or even quicker than that. The record, of course, is one day, nine hours. They'll be close, but I just don't think they're going to get there at this early stage with the weather modelling. Right, OK. I was going to ask you if you thought Comanche's record would survive. So um, in, in uh, absolute detail, it was one day, nine hours, 15 minutes, 24 seconds. You reckon she's safe for another year? Uh, just just about. It, it's uh, The weather's changing quite quickly, um, and it depends how fresh the northeaster gets down the Tassie coast of the big boats. The smaller, middle-sized boats are going to be a lot fresher than the bigger boats, surprisingly, because it gets a bit quiet as they get down towards Storm Bay. So they've got to get across the bay and up the river, which is always difficult to do, uh, because the river shuts down at night. So... Um, it's going to be close, but if I was a betting man, I wouldn't bet on the record right at this moment. Well, that's the big boats, um, obviously, Peter. They're the super maxis, and it's great to have a return, I suppose, to a truly international event, isn't it, given COVID travel restrictions have lifted. But I, I love the family affair for many, and there's a lot of families involved. So there's David Griffith, daughter Holly, uh, Richard Grimes is embarking. I think, did I hear 31st Sydney to Hobart this time with his twins, Jess and Tom, who are co-skippering uh, Hasta La Vista. And then, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I think Richard might have said he met his wife on the Sydney to Hobart in the 80s as well. And then right, yeah. you got John Davis and his sons, Luke and Jack. So you can get on each other's nerves out there, Peter, I'd imagine. What family's going to come to blows out there over Bass Strait? Well, I, I think they'll be too busy, really. They'll be hard <laughs> running, so they won't have time for much family politics. But <laughs> yeah. you're, you're right. There's a, there's a lot of uh, great stories out there amongst families. But in some of the two-handed boats, there's father and sons doing the race. How good. So I, I know uh, Michael Bell and his son, 
Ollie aboard Mini. They're doing the race together, and there's a couple of others uh, across the fleet. So in a two-handed boat, there's nowhere to hide. There's just your dad and yourself. So uh, there'll be some interesting dialogue, I'm sure. But, um, you know, there's a lot of boats that are out there in the Corinthian spirit. Uh, and I think be fair to say that probably half the fleet are going just along for the ride. Yeah. They'll probably go out there knowing that they really don't have a chance of winning. They may win, win their division or the performance handicap, which is a, um, uh, is a division that's uh, not computerised. So there are a lot of boats out there just along the, the ride to say that I've done a Hobart race. Yeah, but at least with those two-handed boats, I, I know that the handicap is back this week. I think there was an issue last year, wasn't there? An eligible, there were some concerns over the handicap. So for the two-handed boats, I guess they can still compete for the overall prize uh, in that regard. Yes, that's right. The first time last year that two-handed boats were uh, eligible to even do the race, but they weren't eligible for the overall prize, which is the Tattersall Cup for the handicap winner. But this year, they're all integrated, so it could up easily be a two-hander that carries home that uh, that prize. Um, but they'll have to do pretty well because they're on the smaller side. Mm. I think really at this stage, the 50 or 60 footers could probably dominate the handicap uh, trophy. Yeah, given the way the weather's playing out and what Mother Nature yeah. sounds like she's going to do, it's going to make it, she's not for the faint-hearted out there for the, for the two-handed boats. No. Peter, great. I love it. Uh, really looking forward to it on, on Monday and sitting down and watch a bit of it and uh, appreciate your insights again. All right, Sam, and happy Christmas to you and all your listeners. Good on you, Peter Shipway there. Uh, Sydney to Hobart veteran now uh, doing some fine work for Channel 7. You can hear him on Monday in the Sydney to Hobart when she commences from Sydney Harbour. Hey, Justin and Anthony, really want to get to your calls, and we will. If you can be a little bit patient, I'll get to you as soon as uh, we come back. we just got to take a break. And I want to hear what you have to say as well right here on the Captain's Run. We're with you for Cobra Golf. Uh, You can win one of five putters on their Instagram account.